Good morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you for listening into our live broadcast. We sure appreciate that. I'm Jason DeMars, and we're going to do a teaching today. We're going to continue on our topic on the gifts of the Spirit. This will be part three. I want to remind you all, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, you can contact me at jasondemars.com or on any social media platform that you're listening on. Also remind you, you can go to my website, jasondemars.com, and you can order uh, gifts, uh, gifts there. You can order gifts there. <laughs> you can order uh, books there. Uh, they're completely free. Shipping is free as well. Um, if you want to donate to support uh, the, the ministry of the books and this ministry of teaching, um, you can do it there as well. Um, through ordering of the books, or you, if you want to, you can also pay for the shipping. But you don't have to. It's completely free to everyone. We want anyone who desires to be able to uh, get any of our materials completely free, and that's simply as God provides and supplies our need. Uh, greetings to you all. I've got a few greetings already. Brother Jonathan Saez, God bless you. Brother Tony, God bless you. Brother David Afalabi, God bless you. Sister Rhonda, greetings to you. Sister Zara, God bless you. Thank you all for listening in. Um, if you're listening in, please send your greetings as well. Also, if you can, let us know where you're listening from. With that said, let's go right into our topic. Um, I'm wanting to look at the operation of spiritual gifts in the local body, 1 Corinthians 14. And we're going to read a few verses. Follow after charity or love and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that you may prophesy. For he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men, but unto God. For no man understands him, howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. But he that prophesieth speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. Uh, so that's very interesting. Prophecy. Prophecy is foretelling future events. But here, here Paul says it's not just foretelling future events. It also speaks of edification, exhortation, and comfort with the prophetic element added into that, verse 4, he that speaks in an unknown tongue edifies himself, but he that prophesies edifies the church. Um, verse 5, I would that ye all spake with tongues, but rather that ye prophesied, for greater is he that speaketh with, uh, for greater is he that prophesieth than he that speaketh with tongues, except ye interpret that the church may receive edifying. Now, brethren, if I come unto you speaking with tongues, what shall I profit you except I shall speak to you either by revelation or by knowledge or by prophesying or by doctrine? Okay, so apparently the Corinthians were elevating tongues to be so crit critically important, but Paul is trying to make the emphasis here. You're just coming and speaking in tongues and no one understands what's going on, and it's just becoming a mass of confusion. And, you know, 
he he is trying to get them to see speak with an understanding speak prophesy make sure there's an interpreter if there's going to be tongues there must be an interpreter um verse 19 Yet in the church I had rather speak five words with my understanding that by my voice I might teach others also than 10,000 words in an unknown tongue. So, yet, okay, here is he saying, yet in the church. So again, this is when the people are gathered together. It's speaking of that. Brethren, be not children in understanding, howbeit in, in malice be ye children, but in understanding be men. Verse 23, I'm going to skip ahead. If therefore the whole church be come together. Okay, he's speaking about a gathering of the church. And all speak with tongues, and there come in those that are unlearned or unbelievers. Will they not say, you're mad? In other words, you're, you guys are crazy. But if all prophesy, and there come in one that believes not, or one unlearned, he is convinced of all, he is judged of all. And thus are the secrets of his heart made manifest, and so falling down on his face he will worship God and report that God is in you of a truth. How is it then, brethren, when you come together, every one of you has a psalm, has a doctrine, has a tongue, has a revelation, has an interpretation. Let all things be done unto edifying. If any man speak in an unknown tongue, let it be by two, or at the most by three, and that by course, so in order, each person in order, not just everyone speaking in tongues at once. Uh, if any man speak in an unknown tongue, let it be by two, or at the most by three, and that by course, and let one interpret. There absolutely must be an interpretation of tongues. But if there be no interpreter of tongues, let him keep silence in the church. And let him speak to himself and to God. Let the prophet speak two or three, and let the other judge. If anything be revealed to another that sitteth by, let the first hold his peace. Be quiet. For you may all prophesy one by one, that all may learn and all may be comforted. And the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. And so here we see it clearly. Paul is speaking of the church coming together, unbelievers coming in, listening in. He says, don't let it be where you're just speaking in tongues with no interpreter. Let there be an interpreter and let there be prophecy come, come forth and let that prophecy meet the unbeliever. The secrets of his heart's revealed, falling down, he would worship him. So it's clear that it was the Nine spiritual gifts were to operate openly in the local church. Now people will come and say, but Brother Branham said those should be put aside in a back room. I get, I understand that. He was a prophet. He had a prophetic ministry. He was continually, he was the messenger to the age. He was continually being interrupted by tongues and interpretation. And he said, that needs to stop. We're going to put it in the back. And then we'll read read it forth to the church after we judge that prophecy judge that and so yeah, absolutely this this was a matter that needed to be corrected there in the Branham tabernacle they were out of order and he corrected it the way the spirit of the lord led him to correct it that doesn't lay aside scripture 
that doesn't put aside Scripture. Here we see openly in church, they're saying multiple places. Um, Yet in the church I'd rather speak five words by my understanding. Verse 23, if therefore the whole church be come together into one place, all speak with tongues, and there come in those who are unlearned and unbelievers, will they not say that you are mad? But if all prophesy, and there come in one that believes not, or one unlearned, he's convinced of all, he is judged of all. It's, it's very clear scripturally that these gifts were to operate in the church during the local church service, but they were to be done in order. I want to look at some things Brother Branham says. Now, he's, this is in Jehovah Jireh, 1956. Now, um, all these spiritual gifts. Now a gift of pro- a prophecy. A prophet is born to prophet. A gift of prophecy is on one and then the other, one and then the other. It's all. It's just in the church. And all nine spiritual gifts should be operating in every local body. Yeah. And there ought to be judges there and so forth and the church in order and working right. In the ministry explained in 1956, then you become one the body of Christ, in the body of Christ, and then there's nine spiritual gifts that goes in every local church body, and those are gifts that you're to pray for, to pray for the gift of speaking with tongues or the gift of interpretation of tongues, or these other gifts that goes into the church. Pray for the gifts of healing and pray for the gifts of miracles and so forth. That's the ones that you pray for and the Spirit comes on and works in each local assembly to the perfecting of the church. And so those are ones that we're, we are to be praying for. Are you, are you praying for spiritual gifts to be operating in your local church? We ought to. I'm just going to keep keep reading on because there's just so many so many places where Brother Branham speaks about this. And in every local body is nine spiritual gifts in 1 Corinthians 12. Nine spiritual gifts in each body. They operate sef- separately but of the self-same spirit. The fallible proofs of his res- res- resurrection. Then in the local group there's nine spiritual gifts that come into the audience that don't belong to any, that just belongs here. It's just in the local church. You see, one may do this, and this one may do this, and the other men may never do it again, and this one over here, and that's just local gifts. Then he says in Stand Still in 57, then in every local body, there's nine spiritual gifts should be operating by judges and forth and so forth. It should be absolutely speaking with tongues, interpretation of tongues, not a bunch of wildfire, but real genuine Holy Spirit revelations is coming and tell things that happens right then, not something that's saying Jesus is coming soon. We believe that. It's wrote in the book. God don't use vain repetitions. He asks us not to, to not to do the same, but it's something definite for somebody in the church for a purpose. Then Jesus came in 1957, and then in every local group, he's put nine spiritual gifts to keep that church in order while we're waiting for his coming. In Speak to This Mountain, in the local church, there's nine spiritual gifts that operate in the entire body, speaking with tongues, interpretation of tongues, and all the different works of the Lord, the gift of prophecy. 
Again, he says this over and over and over again. In 58, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Then in every local church, there's nine spiritual gifts should be operating in that church if they're a good praying congregation. My goodness. Lord, help us. He wants us to be a good praying uh, congregation. We need to be praying for these gifts. The Bible, he says, earnestly desire spiritual gifts. Another place he says, desire spiritual gifts. How do we do that? We do that, we express that by praying for them. We need it. We need it to keep the body clean. We need it to help one another, to build each other up. We need these gifts. We need to be praying for them. We need to be gathering in prayer meetings and praying for them. All right. Uh, Just a few more greetings here. Brother John, God bless you. Appreciate you. Always enjoy your your feedback that you send my way. Um, I believe that is uh, Sister Nueva, listening from Hollywood, Florida. God bless you. And... uh, Amen. Sister Zara says, says amen, so appreciate that. With that said, I'm going to bring this one to a close. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please let me know. We sure appreciate you listening in, and may the Lord richly bless you.